I have personal belief that there's a spiritual aspect to Bitcoin. Oh, That's boy. just me. Jesus Christ. Lord. I just oh, think there's something dear. else going on with it. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks it's always going to be down and out. I think it gets manipulated here and there. So you're saying Bitcoin has its own louche, correct? I think Bitcoin is connected to humanity. Okay. Puts on humanity. That's my bet for the week. purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. Guys, welcome to Cash Daddies. We're banking fatties. Banking fatties. Big dollar Shiba Inu. What's up? I bought some and then I sold it for profits and then I bought even more now I'm holding. I'm trying to get to a billion Shibu Inu dog. That's what I'm trying to do. I know. This is the part where you ask us how we're doing. Hey, Chris Neff, how are you doing? Guys, I got bad news. All right, hold that. Uh, Howie, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I lost all my arena. My arena is history. All right. All right. Hey. That sounds like you're having a, everyone's having a great day so far. Hey, hey, Evan, how are you doing? You got to be doing great, feeling like a million dollars, right? There's no way you're part of the sad, saggy diaper group. You're not nope. part of the yeah. saggy diaper that leaks group. Terrible week for the boys. This, this boy, I think I have the bubonic plague. So. Oh, someone got that Rona. Boom, boom. I don't think Someone's so. I hope got not. That Rona. Dude, he's he's in a bang. town where it could be anything, man. Yeah. It could be, could be yeah, could be the water. Man, are you? Could be the butt. It could be everything. Who knows? We, so we, let's yeah. hear about Neff's wonderful yeah. week. Neff, take your time. I got some bad news. Um, it turns out, you know, I've been uh reintegrating this new cat into my life, and it's not as easy. I told you the piss story last week. Well, this today, Woodrow Wilson, 9-11, was not an inside job. Saki, we landed to the moon. Rothschild was on my lap, but he was, his ass was facing me. And I'm doing, I'm doing the back. So you're, you're happy at this point. I normally I would be in heaven, but I'm petting, I'm petting away. And all of a sudden I see a little white worm start popping out the butthole. Oh my God. Yep. So I got to take him in tomorrow. Now, keep in mind, three months ago before Millie passed, I had all three of them checked for ring, ringworm and everybody passed. So, so far, Sweeter's got a clean ring. Mom's ring is clean, but I have to isolate them. So Woodrow Wilson, 9-11 was not an inside job. Saki, we landed on the moon. Rothschild doesn't infect the two other cats. Not an easy task. It's a lot of work. So we're going in tomorrow. Hopefully that'll get taken care of. Other than that, um, things are okay. I did luck into a Dodger ticket tomorrow, so I will be at the game behind home plate. Bang! Yeah, very excited about that. Scherzer, hopefully going to keep the momentum up and push us uh, to to the final game on Tuesday, which is my birthday. So um, Happy birthday. If they win tomorrow, you might be getting a call from me saying, what are you doing Tuesday night? 
We won't be sitting behind home plate, but I do want to be in the building. So you might be hearing from me. Other than oh. that, I'm great, but I do want to circle the wagons here with Howie. Word on the street, Howie, is uh, trading crypto isn't for boomers if you have a MetaMask account. Would you like to tell us what happened? No, basically, for no reason, I went to click on the MetaMask account and it was just gone. That, no, gone. no, no, you're, yeah. it, you, the, the app got corrupted. It, got happened, it happened to me once before, too, but Howie decided not to write his uh, seed phrase down anywhere. No. And then that, <laughs> Evan is 100% correct. It he got proceeded, corrupted. He proceeded to call crypto a scam. <laughs> it's a goddamn scam. And, that, and then they never issued him a seed phrase. <laughs> Hold on. Did you send MetaMask an email saying this is a fucking scam? I want oh, my way seed worse phrase? than that. Oh my God, Howie! He was texting me. Was it Saturday? I was yeah. just laughing my ass off. This shit is a scam. Absolute so, scam. This is why, when readers want to donate crypto to the show, which we greatly appreciate, it Please goes to me, to me because then I transfer it to the people that know. I've how to seen use none of our Shibu Yeah, you haven't transferred shit, Neff. What are you talking yeah, about? Where's my Shibu Inu, you're dog? Sitting there with, you're sitting there with my Shibu up so far up your ass right now. We're never going to see it. Howie, there's no point. I couldn't send it to you. You don't have a MetaMask account I have a, I have a, I have a account. I'm in the process of getting a new one, dog. Chris. Okay. I want I some of that Shibu. Okay, I can send it to you. You will have to pay for gas fees. Keep that okay. in mind. Okay, uh, so uh, uh, my week was great. Thank you for asking everybody. My week was great. Let's hear about uh, it. Well, you know, uh, I trimmed some Shibu when I saw fucking, I, I saw um, Howie go, hey, dude, where's our Shibu, man? This thing's skyrocketing. I'm like, oh, fuck. I look, boom, I'm up like a couple grand. Bang, I sell, pow, trim, as, as, as Neff would say, I trimmed a little bush area. But yep. I don't know, man. I'm just listening to the streets, dude. And the streets are talking. And everybody thinks this thing, because they burn off a bunch of it. What's it called when they burn it off? They get they liquidate it. What do they do? It's, burn. Uh, they burn, they burn like, trillions, dude. Trillions. Trillions of And I always said, you're never going to get up if you have this much out. So they, they burn trillions of it, which shot it up. And if they do it again, dude, I think this thing could get to a penny. So what do you want me to do with ours? Uh, send me mine, dog. Okay. What do I do with Howie's? I think I you, you hold just hold it for right now. Let's just hold it for a little bit. Yeah. Great decision. And then, and then, you know what you can do, Neff? When I give you the go ahead, just how much sell do we my got? How much sell, sell my portion and uh, and just uh, put it on the Jets. Cash app to me, or <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh, Howie, way, are you on the cash app? How shady are you? That you're doing th cash app? Howie thinks he's a rapper. Okay. <laughs> cash app's better than Venmo. It's safer. For what? Hookers? Listen, man, I was in an office two years ago and about 15 people got their Venmos hacked mm -hmm. by the Coney Island Russian crew. Made the New York Post, man. That's why you got to use cash app. It's safer. I don't know why. Can we talk about uh, news? Um, well, hold on, real quick. Yeah. So I decided to go back buy some more. Oh yeah, I, Shibu. I got, I got some. I got some Shibu. I wanted to buy a billion Shibu. Why but a billion? Is it just for street cred? No, I have. Uh, it's my plan. If it gets to a penny, dude. 
mm-hmm. that gets you to about $10 million. Okay. So this is just for you to do math easier. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God, God. Yeah. 100% dude. And I was going to buy it, but right now, if you bought 10, you bought 1 billion Shiba Inu, it would cost you 28 grand. So I'm like, that's not, I'm, I mean, it's not I'm out not, of your realm. You're a baller. I do ball, bro, but I don't know if I want to make that. Just know, though, whatever Shiba Inu I, I'm buying, I am not selling for three years. That's my goal. Cause I, that's think how that's, I feel about ours. I think we should just hold it long term. I'm down. I just, that's when I think we see Shiba Hold on. And when I say ours, I mean yours and mine because Howie doesn't have a MetaMask account anymore. Yeah. So it's just technically well, I mean, you know what? Still... Will, by three years from now, Evan will be on four other shows and probably not return our phone calls. That's, anymore. that's an understatement. Evan, why don't we talk about what you did with your Shibu? Because I, if I recall, you posted a Twitter picture and it shows exactly what you did to your uh, Shibu. Do you yeah. have that picture handy? Uh, I can find it, but basically in some, I'm like Alex Jones and I'm kind of retarded. So I, how is it Alex Jones retarded? Explain that reference. You've never seen that meme where he's on Joe Rogan. Oh yeah. He's like, I'm not going to lie. Look, here's the thing. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of (laughs) retarded, but, um, yeah. So I posted a Twitter poll a while ago. And I found a new coin, and I was like, "Ship's been stagnant for forever. Um, should I swap it too. to this new coin, ALBT? It was my coin. They're my pick of the week one time. And the majority said yes, and I, so I just let Twitter decide my life for a minute. Yeah. And uh, this was SHIB a few <laughs> days later. Oh, wow. And okay. it, Dude, that shit's happened to me, bro. That is good timing. Yeah. At least, yeah. Those at least of you that are listening... You would you literally do sell sell the day before at like eight x or some shit, Evan? Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, you I know, was, I mean, I was up six x still on it, but I mean, I would have rather been up another eight on top of that. Nobody's mad, dude. Nobody's mad. I, and we uh, appreciate your honesty. We're, that's why we say we take our L's like men around here, like grown ass men. I've taken some L's, bro. Yep. Um, I've taken I want, some real L's. I wanted to bring something up last week and I didn't get around to it. Trigger warning, Sam. Um, this is probably going to be hard for you to watch, but uh, there's a, a, an app or not an app. There's a handle on Twitter called Nancy Pelosi uh, Portfolio Tracker. And uh, Evan, oh, and I yeah. look, have you seen it? Because we <laughs> should pull this up just to look and see how she, it's is, insane. Cr- she is crushing these stalwarts of the investment game like Buffett and you you name it, they're on the list. Do you have that, Evan? So we could take a look at it. It's unbelievable. Annualized returns of the best investors in the world. We've got Walter Schloss, 15.3%, Ackman, 16.9%, Buffett, 20%, Soros, who I hear is a very good guy at 20%, Peter Lynch, 29%, Medallion Fund, 66%, and topping the list, everybody, Nancy Pelosi at 69%. That just means she's a risky bitch, man. She's got balls. She likes to roll the dice. She got Uh some of those. She probably has the hottest grandma tits on the planet. Uh, They are quite voluptuous, but let's not get into gilf. gilf, Yeah, those are some Kool-Aid fun bags, man. Dude, I mean, those things got to look polished, bro. Those are water balloons. (laughs) Like marble. She's 80. Can we stop the discussion? But those tits are like 20. Um, also, I want to point something out to you because I know you hold this. Um, 
I, I can't remember who it was, how it was a firm that you had. Oh, it was Piper Sandler. They put out their top 20 short squeeze uh, stocks. Yeah, Piper Jeffrey. Yeah. And guess what was number one on the list that Sam happens to be holding? What? Endeavor. I don't hold it anymore. So. Oh, you already got out? Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to do what you got to do. A couple of big highlights on here, though. I, I, I sold for profit, though. Just know that. Yeah, a couple, couple big uh, highlights here. Murphy Oil, uh, Dave & Buster's, uh, Northern Oil. There's a lot of big oil squeezes that could potentially come out from this. Uh, Lyft and Howie, you're picked in the industrial sector. Plug Power is also on this list. And I know a lot of our readers are holding Plug. And it has moved quite nicely since you recommended it. 24, 25, I think it's at 27 now. Yeah, so, I love it. I love it. Yeah, like I said, if anybody, if you're a new listener to the show, just listen to what Howie does. You know, we, we've had a good run the last since January, man. I mean, yeah. And then uh, uh, I do want to comment on the latest Wall Street bets, Memory. They are pushing the fuck out of Smile Direct Club. So if you want to get in on the craziness, they're all over Smile Direct. It has had a run up. I don't know if it's going to last. And then on the flip side, Zach, Mr. Zach Morris, who gets a lot of uh, uh, play on the Twitter, he had everybody going in on Camber, um, Camber Energy. And that thing fucking took a 76% nosedive last week. Ooh, so what? Camber Energy, CEI is the ticker. So guys, I had people telling me to buy it. I actually bought it and I swung it during the day. And I think I took like a one and a half percent loss on this because I don't trade on the gin. And uh, I was ginned up for about three hours. And I was like, uh -uh, not for me. I managed to get out like one, one and a half percent loss. And then like two, three days later, it takes a 76% dip. So be yeah. careful if you're going to play these crazy meme stocks. Uh, one big thing too is to watch tomorrow. This is going to be huge. Uh, uh, and I'm sitting here talking, looking at that guy that used to push the hell out of Clove. When oh, it was at Vegas Clove Larry. Was at 10 bucks. And he's like, jump on. It's at 7.89. Um, but tomorrow, guys, huge news, man. And this is this is where you got you might learn something. If you look at AMC, AMC's trading at 37 bucks a share. And they in the, the movie that's absolutely crushing right now, that new James Bond movie. Is uh, it crushing? It's, it's not crushing. crushing. It's not? No, I looked at this as well because I was thinking the same thing. Okay. Um, it is underperforming. I so thought was, I thought it was anything with woke shit underperforms. Just know that. Well, well it's a James Bond movie. It's not. I don't think it's woke, is it? Yeah, it is. It, James Bond is woke as fuck if they're retiring him and putting in a broad. Okay. Yeah, that that's exactly. Over. They got a ton of bad new bad press because they they wanted to make. And listen, dude, I don't even care. Like any, you know, the the actor who plays James Bond was like, you don't have to make James Bond a woman. You should write a role. You should write a, a character in a movie that's a woman to to turn to turn James Bond into a woman is what's destroying the brand. And that's why nobody's at that fucking movie. Does he that's transgender into a woman? No, she it's a black chick, which I don't care. I mean, but it's just like you're just ruining. Just I didn't know that. Just well, bring here's the in, thing. just bring in Camille C cream pie and let her be the Bond girl. That's fine. 
I call me a traditionalist. I like my well, AFC is trading at 37 and a half. And whatever that news is on that movie, it's definitely going to affect tomorrow because the CEO is going to talk about it because earnings come out. Two things are going to happen. It's either going to tank or it's going to go up. One of the two. Um, I have absolutely no idea, but it's going to be very interesting to see what kind of spew that the CEO is out with tomorrow. He's going to talk about it regardless and make it a good thing. I wouldn't be surprised. I won't be surprised if the the thing takes off again tomorrow. We will see. I don't know. But the earnings are tomorrow. That's going to be very interesting. Yep. And uh, not a big earnings week for banks. uh, Pretty much banks. When isn't a big earning week for (laughs) fucking banks? Hey, true story, man. I know. I get it. Uh, but hey, we got to play the game, right? We got to write our checks. We yeah, got to write JP our bills Morgan, until it's completely crypto. All the banks come out this week with earnings. Delta Airlines has earnings. Uh, Bank of oh, America. Dude, Morgan Southwest Stanley. is fucked. Southwest. Southwest just can't have. They don't. They can't find employees, man. It's a problem. And I want to say one more thing. Uh, we had a big reader question, I think two weeks ago, is gold a good buy? And I mentioned AU, which is you don't have to buy the physical gold, just buy AU, which is Anglo Gold Ashanti Limited. Since two weeks, that stock has gone from 15 bucks a share up to 17.71. You, you still think it's a good buy right absolutely, now? Absolutely. I think it's, pro- it's at 17. I see it going to 25. No doubt. Right, will you text me that? I'll buy gold. I am afraid, dude. I buy, I got, I buy physical gold because I think if shit's the fan, you got to be able to barter some shit when you're with your bow and arrows, right? And your knives. I will. AU, but it's a good buy. If you shot a bow and arrow, one of your arms would fall off your body. Well, that's why you got to learn, dude. Jesus. You got to start with a low compound weight before you just start slinging. You got to put your, you got to put an apple on one of Neff's cat's heads and just fire one off from close range. So you're safe. Just make sure you split that thing right in half. You can't touch the cat now. That's some William Tell shit. Oh, unbelievable. You're unbelievable. Oh, William Burroughs, by the way, did that with his wife and killed her. Did you know that? Who? William Burroughs, author of Naked Lunch. He did the William Tell thing, put an arrow on top of his wife's head, pulled out a gun and, and killed her. All right. Wow, not a very well, good shot. Speaking of killing it, our next guest uh, was great. Anything else, guys? No, I think we're caught up. Yeah, man. We have a great guest. Tell us a little bit about the guest. This comes from reader submission. People are telling reader me submission. about reader submission guest. Uh, a, a lot of people that we follow on Twitter are like, when are you guys going to have Patty on? And I'm like, who the fuck is Patty? And they're like, you don't know Patty stats. You don't know nothing on the streets. And I'm like, I'm in. So we reached out to him. He agreed to do the show and uh, we're going to bring him up right now. So here he is. Enjoy. Hey guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Ladder. Okay. Listen, I'm getting up there in age. You may be young like Evan or you may be whatever Chris Neff is. Okay. Who knows his age? Nobody knows. Okay. But it's important to have life insurance. You guys have life insurance. Do you care about life insurance? I don't, but I'm interested in leaving something behind for my cats. So uh, keep talking. I do. I do. Um, when you blow a lot of patches around this country and you have young kids, you got to take care of someday when you're like frying in eternal hell. It's important to have life insurance. Guys, it's important to have life insurance and there's no better 
in the game than ladder. Okay, ladder is 100% digital. No doctors, no needles, no paperwork. When you apply for three million in coverage or less, okay, you just need a few minutes and a phone or a laptop to apply. Ladder's smart algorithm will work in real time, so you will find out instantly if you are approved. If you prefer to talk to a person, their t- their team of licensed agents does. Doesn't work on commission, okay? So they'll help you and not upsell you. I hate the upsellers. I hate it too. Not a ladder. Uh-uh. No hidden fees. Cancel anytime. Get a full refund if you change your mind in in 30 days or less. 30 days or less. That's eternity to me, okay? Any ladder policies are insured by insurers with long proven history of paying claims, okay? They're rated A+. Plus. A and A plus by AM best. Okay. Finally, life insurance that costs more as you age, not the time cross it off your list. Okay. Finally, since life insurance costs more as you age, now's the time to cross it off your list. So here's what you guys got to do. All right. Go to ladderlife.com slash cash today to see if you you're instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash cash. Letterlife.com slash cash. Okay, everybody. And uh, joining us now from popular reader requests, both of them, uh, multiple of them, in fact, is Patty Stash. He's going to talk to us about Telcoin as well as uh, NFTs. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Patty Stash. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Patty, are you um are you shredded? If you are, can uh, you take your shirt off? Because we lost Evan. And, and without Evan, none of the girls are gonna stay to watch this show. So uh, not anymore, man. Shredded, Maybe hard about, nipples, uh, a year ago. anything, bro. Dangerous tattoos. You got anything. By the way, <laughs> Evan's get Evan's getting his knob polished right now. By the way, I'm still here, you fucks. <laughs> no, I don't think you are because rumor on the street, word on the street is that you are really Brian Laundry. And that's why you're not showing your face. That's it. Um, I'm, I'm hiding in a bunker. Yeah. Can you bring up the picture? I'll bring up the picture. Here we go. I think this is pretty close. And if anybody, that's him. That is. <laughs> that is. God, I put that a picture him. of me next to it when I. What did this. you do with her, bro? He replaced her with another girl. She no just big ran deal. away, dude. She just ran away. Just ran away, dude. Anyways, uh, Brian, this isn't a show that makes fun of homicide. We're not like this is a show that does deep dives into crypto. I'm gonna be a crypto millionaire. Let's get into this, Chris. Let's hear about it. Uh, can you first talk about Telcoin and your your initial? Hold on. Do you have a video game behind you, bro? I do. It's uh, it's an arcade NFT. I realized this was from a previous discussion I had, but I figured it looks pretty cool, so I'd leave it. You know. But yeah, it's it, a, actually, it's an NFT. It's a arcade NFT. It's actually the first interactive NFT ever made, which is why I found it to be such an interesting project. Hold on. It's, it's interactive. What does it do? Does it have a glory hole in it? Dude, it okay, does bro. on the backside of it. You can get the 3D version. But yeah, I mean, it's a game that you could play, you know, like uh, you could buy the cheapest version of it and you could play it for 10 hours a day like some people are doing. I, okay, so you can play this NFT? Yeah, it's okay. So basically, it's like a throwback to the old school arcade games, right? And so what they did is they came out with a couple different ideas using different, uh, you know, board apes and crypto punks and all the popular, you know, Peppy the Frog and all that. 
and they integrate it into the game. So it's basically like Pac-Man, but you're using different characters that kind of fit with the NFT space or what's currently going I on. I love so that. I love it's, that. It's awesome. Like, I mean, Howie, I they call really... that a remix or a reboot. That's what uh, the kids kinda, call it. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. In a sense, but, but what they're doing technically as an NFT is the first of its kind. And that's why it, you know, was so interesting to me. I think that is interesting. When I become a crypto millionaire, when Shiba Inu goes to a fucking penny or Shiba. something like that, dog, and I'm rich, bitch, I'm just going to buy a museum <laughs> full of pinball machines and I'm going to become a professional pinball player. And that's yeah. kind of the game plan. Well, the pinballs we, are good, we, man. We all have dreams. Yeah. It's funny how you're talking about Shibana Inu. Like, it's crazy how the whole world is talking about Shibana Inu. You know, I was talking about it back in February. Shibano Inu is a Shibu yeah. Inu. Yeah. By the way, yeah. are you French or something? Or have we been mispronouncing it wrong? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. I thought it was Shibana Evan, Inu. It's, it's Shibu Inu. Um, Evan, what is Shibu Shiba Inu? Shiba Inu. Shiba. Yeah. It's a it's a dog from uh the Asian area. I think yeah. it's a, a Japanese dog. Yeah. Yeah. You can't eat yeah. it. <laughs> Sam, sure Sam originally Sam originally thought it was Shiv. Well shit. Yeah, well shit. Shiv. Yeah. It's a well, I mean. We got into it earlier at the beginning of the show, but they burned a lot of these tokens, right? They've they burned oh, them off or whatever that's called. Man. Like I don't trillions. know if you guys want me to go off on a tangent about SHIB, but I can. But yeah, one absolutely. Thing that SHIB, all right. So okay. So back in February, I came across this project, right? And so I do a lot of what I do based off pure market psychology. And I try to visualize what people are going to do in the future. So I've been in the market since 2017, crypto market since 2017. And I'm very familiar with Dogecoin. I'm very familiar with Elon Musk constantly talking about Dogecoin. So what I'm thinking to myself is everybody already knows what Dogecoin is. So back in February, Oosh. Shibana Inu had, you know, a thousand, uh, uh, holders that's it less than a thousand it was trading less than a hundred thousand dollars a day so i started buying it and i got posts from back in february saying hey listen the reason i'm buying this shib instead of dogecoin is because what's going to happen is a bunch of people that are going to know nothing are going to pour into the market and they're going to say should i buy this one or this one and this one's got eight zeros and this one has one zero so people are always going to buy the cheaper one so the market psychology that I had was I'm going to accumulate as much as this, as much as this as I can. And I had 4.5 trillion and this is God's honest truth. And uh, I ended up selling it about two weeks early, but had I not, if you do the math on it right now, it's worth about 120 million. So uh, I didn't even make, you know, near seven figures on it, but uh, it was a pure psychological Did you make play. six figures? Five figures? Yeah, I did. It was my biggest trade I've ever made in my life. Oh, like, let's dude, just put it I that way. Billions, dude, and I sold it. So I, yeah, I, just, well, I just bought, uh, I, you know, like I said earlier, I just bought a big fat chunk again. And I'm thinking about going really big in it and then just coin, being like, dude, forget SHIB, go to Tell. Tell is like a legit solid company. SHIB. So the whole problem, the problem with, with SHIB, how these kids, and I want to hear your pitch. 
It's not yeah. that I don't want to buy it. I would love to buy it. The problem is I like, I feel like when I, I, I try to get these like newer coins or these alt, 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 alt coins, I don't want to yeah. call them shit coins. Cause I don't think they're shit coins, but you know, when they don't have a practical application, which we still have yeah. to hear your coin, everyone's like, let them tell, pitch it. I'm just going to say this. My hardest thing is like having to buy it. It's so yeah. like, I just feel like, you know, Bilbo Baggins and I'm just like going <laughs> deep into like, you know, Lord of the Rings trying to find this stuff. Yeah. Well, try to do that back in 2017. Think how much harder, but was four years ago before you had all these new types of technology that allow you to buy stuff like Uniswap didn't, didn't exist. Like none of these decentralized exchanges existed. So, I mean, it, people couldn't even buy XRP. I remember back in 2017, that was like the hardest thing to buy. And now yeah, obviously yeah. You, know, you can get it everywhere, but I don't know about Coinbase. I think after the whole SEC investigation, they kind of put the kibosh on that. But uh, yeah, with Shev, man, what they did is they had a, a quadrillion, right? That was yeah. the supply. They took 500 trillion and they sent it to Vitalik Buterin's address. And so what happened was, is they were telling the public, we burned half the supply. And I'm saying, no, you didn't. You moved it to another wallet that you probably don't expect to ever touch it. But then out of the blue one day, Vitalik Buterin decided to dump 50 trillion, which at the time was about a billion dollars worth. And then he donated that money to India. And then SHIB comes out of nowhere. And they're like, oh, we sent this to Vitalik and then he donated. So we're the ones behind it. And it's like that to me was just the immediate like you guys are full of shit. And, uh, you know, I'm not looking at the coin again, but. I knew there would eventually be another pump. And it's like, you know, people keep talking a dollar, but I don't think that's possible just based off the massive supply. But who knows? I mean, crypto's insane. Like I said, when I sold out two weeks later, it went up like another 300 X and I'm going like, how's that even possible? But it's just people not knowing what they're doing, just buying because other people are saying to buy. I mean, their whole motive was buy this coin and they wouldn't explain why, but it's like everyone else is buying it, so you should buy it. And then I'm thinking that's not really a marketing plan that's going to work. And uh, it kind of did, and, and it's still working. So, you know, yeah, I but think with like 95% of the altcoins, I mean, all you do is go into a bar and you hear 10 guys like, let's buy this one. Let's buy this yeah. one. I mean, that's true, man. It's like whatever's hot that weekend, that's what they're buying. Shit. But it's yeah, but shit shit is got the one that. Shib's got legs. It's true. Cause you know how I know? Cause uh, I went to uh, a truly, which is a uh, uh, CB or marijuana dispensary near me. And I was wearing a Wu-Tang shirt and the guy's like, you know, Staten Island. And I'm like, he's like, I'm from Staten Island. So we start going back and forth. And then somehow we get into crypto and he's like, Shibana Inu, man. And I'm like, how do you know about Shib? And he's like, dude, that's what I'm buying. So literally the whole world has been talking about it. So, you know, when that happens, it usually leads to more people buying in. So it's that's usually where you want to sell. Yeah, exactly. You know, buy the fear, sell the cheer. Absolutely. Yep. I, I, but this, I, I don't know why, man, but this one, I just have this feeling. I just have this feeling that it's just, I got a feeling, a feeling deep inside. going big time. Is it like the force? Is that what yeah, I, yeah, I have a doing? feeling. I got a feeling. 
Yeah, I think oh, we got background <laughs> singers today. Yeah, of course. Uh, we're. I, I just have a feeling, like in about two or three years, this thing is could get to a penny. I think there's room in the market for uh, competing dog coins. I've said that from day one, uh, I, and I and I think Doge and Shibu are are both going to be in this for the long term, and and literally cool. with no practical usage for either one of them. Wait, except that SHIB now has the SHIB swap, but for six months they had no utility, but yet it was popular. But so now tell us about Elon that. Musk, tell us about that. So what is its you know practical okay. usage? You can swap it. Basically, it's like another decentralized exchange, just like Uniswap, just like Sushi Swap, just like you know Quick Swap. It's just now it's you know SHIB swap. But the thing about SHIB swap was when I was in back in February, they were saying by April first we're gonna have SHIB swap out. So that date was like the hype that was leading the price higher and higher. And then all of a sudden that date came, and they're like, oh no, now it's gonna be May. And then it's going to be June. They kept kind of pushing it back. So I'm going, I think that these guys are just dumping into the market, accumulating money and using it to hire developers to eventually get that ship swap going. So, you know, they raised, I'm sure, hundreds of millions of dollars just because the amount of volume that it was trading. I mean, the fact that Vitalik Buterin sold a billion dollars worth in one, you know, one sell order and it's still somehow kept its integrity is is pretty impressive but uh it's just it was a coin with no utility but the community all rallied together and basically said hey everybody buy this coin here's how you do it and they would have like a little screenshot of you know download metamask do this do this so you had literally tens of thousands of people buying this coin because other people are telling them to do it and obviously it works like when you get People that start FOMOing, they just keep buying and buying. And that's what had that explosive top. And then, you know, it kind of dumped after the, the Vitalik Buterin dump. And then obviously that was the same time when Elon was talking shit about Bitcoin and uh, the whole market kind of went through a dump. But I thought that was all orchestrated and it, it looks like it was and it's starting to play out perfect. So I was calling it a bear trap and I was saying, hey, this is an opportunity. Uh, you know, I always say the word opportunities come disguised as others misfortunes. And that was a, an opportunity because, I mean, you know, Bitcoin's over 50,000 now. It was down to 28. So, you know, it's pretty much doubled again. So speaking of FOMO, there is a coin uh, that popped last week called FOMO, baby. And it's up like 4000 percent. Have you been uh, keeping your eyes on this garbage? No, I was too busy watching Come Rocket. That's Talk to me that, about come no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding, man. But dude, that's what I'm saying. There's there's so it's many come rocket still a thing. I don't know. I, I just was talking about it because I remember it was such a popular or you know coin, and I'm going like, what what's the utility of this? Like, I'm I'm afraid to know, you know. Yeah, but, it's called uh, it's called NFTs. It's called sexual NFTs, and I'm in yeah. and I'm holding and I'm I'm not going anywhere on. What did you buy it at, Neff? Because it's at three cents. Three. I have an average of seven and a half cents. Uh, damn. Yeah, these things are going to happen in this volatile world. Uh, but uh, I, I believe in the project, so I'm holding. Why don't you uh, buy more three? Uh, 
because I'm busto, bro. I got taxes <laughs> I just paid. I've got a legal case, and I got I got uh, uh, the the new cat needs ringworm medication. Fuck the cat, <laughs> brother. You, sell the cat. You sell, sell the cat. Down to five cents. Sell the cat for more Shibu Inu. Uh, yeah. So talk to us about uh, uh, Shibu. Are you a buyer or are you a holder here? Because I am the gatekeeper of all of our Shibu. Oh, oh he wants a picture. His, right. his coin, well, man. I understand. We'll get there. No, I, I don't mind talking about Shib, but I mean, no, I point. don't have any right now. I sold it months and months ago, and I basically said, that, like. I've, I've been investing for a long time. Like I bought my first stock back in the late nineties and it was, uh, it went up like 14 X and I sold it and I bought my first car with that. So that's what kind of got me into the markets. What'd you buy? 5.0. Uh, well, what did I buy to the car? The old Mustang yeah. 5.0? Yeah, no, the it car. Was Ford. It was the Ford Exploder because when I bought it, literally Ex everything. <laughs> yeah. But it was a 91 Explorer and it was just a piece of garbage because when I bought it, the rear end and the trans uh, the transmission went. So I had to put, you know, as much money into it as I paid for it, you know, when I first bought it. But Would you buy it from a chop shop in Staten Island? <laughs> uh, I mean, it pretty much looked like like some homeless guy in the front of his house. And uh, so I driving by and I, I just Do you guys remember it. the the Fiero? Do you guys remember that car? Like Ford Fiero. broke chicks would drive it. Yeah. Like it, it somewhat looked like it could be a Porsche. It looked like it was like a cool car, but like broke it was bitches the drove it when they wanted to act like they were cool. That was like Ford the Mitsubishi Zero. 3000 GT. You remember that? Yeah, thing? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, thing. man. Yeah, Evan, look at that. Dude. Oh, yeah, look at Oh, red. yeah. They were always red. And they were always red and like <laughs> hot, broke chicks. Hot. Yeah. Lower class chicks brought that. That like, was like the, the ghetto version of the Honda Prelude. Yeah, no, it, it was it was straight up like trailer park tens would drive those cars. It were big enough. The Chrysler Sebring was big too. Remember the <laughs> Chrysler Sebring convertible? Jeez. Sebring so, was yeah, that was a rough looking car, man. That didn't even yeah, look they, nice. No, the Aztec is by far the roughest looking car. Hey, somebody from Survivor. That's the dude true, from Survivor man. won and started pushing that shit. That thing is the worst fuck wagon I've ever seen on the street, man. <laughs> How many quarters do you want a car to have? Yeah, Aztecs got the worst 90. car of all time was without a doubt the Pontiac Le Mans. <laughs> the Pontiac Le Mans, you could buy that thing for about three grand new. I'm surprised you're not bringing up Edsel with this boomer. I mean, dude, Yugo had to be the best, like 20 bucks. You got a <laughs> oh, Yugo. Yeah, it was made in Yugoslavia. Oh. The average Yugo dude. would maybe go for about 1,500 miles before that engine just blew up. <laughs> oh, what a those piece of were the days. And as long as we're on this subject, the, one of the greatest marketing fails of all time in the car industry is market, uh, marketing the Chevy Nova in uh mexico because nova yeah. literally means no go <laughs> a good car man nova was yeah, and they're great cars oh dude i, I had a nova one. it was one of the first cars i got we gave them yeah, uh, yeah it was old betty we called her come on let's get back to crypto let's talk about the cool <laughs> stuff the kids are talking about let's talk, talk about your crypto dude what is your crypto how do how how can i buy it uh, so we're talking telcoin i mean obviously i got my telcoin hat telcoin's been like my baby, you know, I've, I've had, you know, since I got into crypto, I started with, you know, 500 different coins. And then I kind of started narrowing my focus, but 
Telcoin has been the one that has uh, performed the best. I think that they've got the best fundamentals, like the best team. And it's just, I think it's such a great idea because, you know, people are trying to compare Telcoin to XRP. And, you know, XRP is like a centralized cryptocurrency that works with banks, which is kind of like the opposite of why people use crypto. And, you know, a perfect example of that is when this whole thing with COVID started back in, you know, January, February of 2020. I told my mom, I said, hey, mom, you know, I've got some concerns that the economy might go to shit. So I said, do me a favor. I said, go to the bank. And I said, try to take out, you know, a bit of money. And she told me, she goes, they only allowed me to take out $5,000. And so I'm going, your own bank that you put your money in is only letting you take out five grand. And that to me was just kind of like, man, you know, I don't want to, I'd rather have my money not in a bank and I'd rather focus on crypto. So, you know, for the, I, I was working as a recruiter, I recruited surgeons and, uh, you know, neurosurgeons, cardiothoracic surgeons. So when I was doing that, I just kept putting money in the market and uh, I kept putting my money in Telcoin for about two and a half years. And it really did nothing but go down. And so, you know, I was talking to guys on another podcast and basically for that two and a half year period of time, I had people just telling me to go F myself, you know, go kill yourself because it's like they're implying, you know, I'm telling them to buy it when I never say to buy it, but I say, I like it. But then eventually there was that tipping point and then it shot higher. And then I started getting messages from people, you know, saying, thank you. But for two and a half years, I literally had people just writing me, you know, awful messages saying that I'm a horrible person and I don't know what I'm doing and I'm an idiot. And I'm, you know, my response to those people is, hey, you're talking about a company that hasn't even started being operational yet. So, you know, what's the big deal? So eventually, obviously, then I made a 600 pump. And then uh, for the last five months, it's been kind of going sideways, but I'm still super bullish on it. As long as this Bitcoin cycle continues, which I'm thinking is going to continue to the beginning of 2022, I think that, you know, Telcoin can easily, easily go to 25, 50 cents, you know, maybe even a dollar. And it's like, I realize it sounds crazy, but, you know, two years ago, I was saying Telcoin can make a thousand X return and it did a 650 X pump. So if it gets up to 12 cents, I'll get my 1000 X. So can you tell us for that. about what it does? Uh, it's a company that basically allows you to send international remittances uh, for fees, much less than Western union right. MoneyGram. So basically the whole point of, you know, why I like Telcoin is if you wanted to send money to say, you know, their, their focus was sub-Saharan Africa for a long time. They were talking about because, uh, Sub-Saharan Africa is the largest income and remittance area of the world because yeah, that's where all the Nigerians do all the fucking work, right? <laughs> all the scamming. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's the, I guess everybody doesn't make much money there, so to speak. So their family sends money to Sub-Saharan Africa. So yeah. Telcoin came out and they're basically saying, hey, we're going to come out with this new you know, technology using blockchain that will allow you to send money from country to country, but instead of going through the hassle of walking to, you know, a supermarket and filling out the application for yeah. a Western Union. We're going to or... help you scam more efficiently. And by the way, yeah. can we talk In about a good how way. COVID... Yeah, absolutely. Can we talk about how COVID has just destroyed the Nigerian prince's email scams? 
Like, has anyone I, got one? You know what? I haven't even noticed. I four Nigerians realize, all yeah. got COVID, and now they're like, I'm a prince. I got $4 billion, and I'm dying. And they can't yeah, even email just, anymore. They're so send sick. Send me four grand. <laughs> I can't even email you to get that four grand to send you 40 million. Uh, I fuck with those guys all the time, and I had one guy on the hook for three months. Got him to send me a check made out to my cunt. And uh, <laughs> this thing went on for about four months. <laughs> And I had him going places. I said I was at Western Union. I said, <laughs> come on down. He'd be like, I'm here. I don't see you. And I'm like, oh, I'm at the one 20 miles away. He'd go over there. And Jesus at the Christ. end, he eventually threatened to kill me. And uh, <laughs> I got the whole. Enough. If you're messing with a Nigerian, that's a good idea. I'm surprised you didn't machete the shit out of your ass. Uh, okay, Captain fire. Captain Geographer. He's in Nigeria. Yeah. I'm in Los <laughs> Angeles. How do you know that? He could have been down the street, Slick. Okay, yeah. We I, don't live in New York City. Where I'm pretty sure that when he said, I am at the Western Union in Nigeria and I don't see you, and I said, I'm at the one 20 miles away, and then he went to that one, it was safe for me to surmise he was in Nigeria. Well, if, he's, if he literally emailed an American and in his mind thought you were in a uh, Western Union down the street, you definitely got hold of like one of those special ed Nigerians. The one that he probably wasn't good with the scam. He was new at it. You know, well, that's he, my whole point. I make them better at what they do. He took the short Nigerian bus to school. Yeah. They all got to learn the hard way that there are people like me with free time and we will fucking destroy your life. <laughs> now uh, they got, now they got chicks cold calling dudes in Texas Going, hey, you know, hey, we were talking on Hinge, and uh, you know, I'm available now. And uh, you'd be like, no, wrong number. She's like, oh, did I just randomly text some dude? Hey, you want to talk? I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't. I would. I don't, I don't want to talk to dude. Neff would talk to him. Neff I would talk to him. Put him right to sleep, baby. A three-hour <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Neff is like, everybody's my friend. Everybody's my friend. <laughs> If you text me, you're my friend. You're not far off. You're not far off. I am a people person. (laughs) Or lonely. Either one. Either one. Yeah. So how do I, so what is the practical applications of this coin? Well, um, once it's established and set up, it's basically the ability to send international remittances from a cell phone instead of having a bank account instead of going to the western union and instead of paying you know between eight and twelve percent they're saying it's going to be 2.5 percent or less so you know it'll be cheaper it'll be easier and when you send the funds you know the question was what happens if there's volatility with the the price of you know telcoin so i guess when you send it it becomes a stable coin so that when they receive you know the tell you're selling or sending they get that exact amount so uh it's just this is a new technology that never existed before because of blockchain technology and there's so many people that i'll have a conversation with about crypto and it's like still to this day they're just like dude this is all a big scam and i'm you know i try to explain to them the whole process of what a blockchain is and it's basically just a bunch of information that 
records a, you know, uh, a, it's a digital receipt of every transaction that ever happened. So it's, you know, an infallible system. So you can literally go back and look at every single transaction that ever happened. So if you're an account, are you worried about getting hookers with it? With, with Telcoin? Yeah. Like, like now there's a record of you buying paying for hookers. Well, I mean, Oh, because all hookers put down on their, their names going out. I am a hooker. <laughs> you got to use the, uh, the privacy <laughs> coins for that. Oh, Monero. that's a Monero job. Are, yeah, Monero. About, do you like Monero? Uh, I mean, I don't know much about it. I know it's a privacy coin. It's been around for a long time. I mean, it's probably, you know, the most well-known privacy coin. But uh, I mean, there's so many different types of coins and tokens and stuff now. But, you know, obviously my focus has been now the NFT space, which a lot of people don't get, a lot of people don't understand. And, uh, you know, it's going haywire right now. But a lot of it's just, you know, I would say 95% of what's happening with these insane prices is just pure manipulation. And there's a lot of people money that have laundering. No idea. Now, money laundering, manipulation all okay. day. Let me which I'm not against, dude. I mean, you got, you know. Why not? Let, I mean, let me can I just be the here. artist you do the money laundering through? Let me why not launder here. money? <laughs> yeah, why not? Another no, great that, that's idea. not what I'm saying. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's exactly what you're saying. You want that was chaos? What I said. Yeah. You want chaos? I'm just government? saying, dude, if you want to launder money through some weird digital cat I made, go have a good time. <laughs> okay, Patty, I got a question for you because one of our readers, Dr. Bro Exotic on Twitter, uh, yep. He wanted me to bring this up for you. And he's quoting uh, a, another tweet by a Josh Gordon.eth. And he says, there is a rising trend in NFTs that are making people thousands of dollars in passive income. It's called token economics, the convergence of DeFi and NFTs. He says, this is the kind of thing I'd love to hear in the long format discussion with Patty. So can you explain this concept to of us of how we can make passive income on NFTs, because this 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 marketplace is so new and overcrowded. Where do we start? Where do our readers start? All right. Well, the first thing that I want to say is the only way that you're going to be able to make a passive income that'll sustain is going to be during a bull market, because once market conditions slow down, what happens is all those people that have those uh, you know, NFTs or even cryptocurrencies that they receive like a, a yield from where it pays, you know, 10% or some of them even paying a thousand percent. I mean, the ones that pay a thousand percent cannot sustain, but like during a period, it, it, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of the same deal. So it's like at Hex some scam. point, there's going to be a saturation level. I mean, I remember Hex when that came out, you know, a year ago or a year and a half ago. And what's the guy's name? Uh, Richard Hart, Hart, you know, yeah. So how much I money? Don't know. See, how much money do you think when it's all said and done, he's going to steal from his people? It's got, uh, I mean, billions. Yeah, I mean, I would it, think. It's, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I know Richard not, Hart. From, why not trade finish. it in the short term? Why do you have to stake it? You could still make money off it if you think you can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the whole the whole point is everything right now with staking and and receiving a yield like. That only can happen during a bull market because when people are buying, people, when people are buying and more money's coming in, but eventually 
we're going to reach that saturation point where there's not enough demand coming in. So the perfect example is Dogecoin. So Dogecoin was going up and up and then all of a sudden Elon starts talking about it. And then you got Mark Cuban talking about accepting Dogecoin for Mavericks tickets. And then that's when I'm like, holy crap, he's a complete moron. He has no idea what he's talking about. And like, so what else can you do to continue to promote this you know, crypto, like you've got all the biggest celebrities in the world talking about it. So once that, you know, doesn't get it to where it needs to be, what else is left? And then people start to realize, hey, uh, what else do we have to kind of promote this to, to push it higher? And people start realizing there's nothing. So you get a couple of people selling here, a couple of people selling there. And then all of a sudden there's a new dog coin that looks kind of cool. So I'm going to sell some of my doge and sell some of my shiv and I'm going to buy husky and woofy and this and that. And then all of a sudden you start seeing this little rollover and then that rollover becomes a tipping point. And then it's just a, a shit show sell off. I mean, that's exactly what happened back in 2017 with altcoins that were paying off, you know, high dividends and everyone's saying, I'm just going to sit back and let my money collect money and then all of a sudden the market slowed down the demand slowed down that money stopped coming in those people that were receiving rewards started then selling them into the market which then kind of started causing that little tip and then everyone started panicking and then it's just so you know the one yeah, it's thing it's a real that low I, level it's a low level what you're describing is just a a low level they're low level uh pyramid scams i mean that's, it's a short-term pyramid scam ponzi That's scheme in a sense it is and it's so, like where, where, where do you see because we've seen this big uh you know increase in bitcoin i want to say 15 percent in the last week and we yeah. we're not seeing alts tracking in the same trajectory are you, are you so you think they they're just going to be slow to catch up but at the yeah, same time when is this next oversaturation point coming uh, so Basically, I thought the oversaturation point was going to come uh, in the NFT market fairly recently, but then that's when Bitcoin all of a sudden took off. So as long as Bitcoin keeps creeping higher, I think that there will be enough demand for the market to sustain. But once Bitcoin finally makes that you know, blow off top that looks like a volcano, that's, I think, going to be the shift where all of a sudden everything's going to change and then all of a sudden... You know, people that were complaining about a bear market, you know, a couple of months ago when we just had a little dip, they're going to realize what it really feels like to go into a bear market. And these are the guys that are, you know, staking or they have NFTs that have some sort of utility that they're thinking is going to get them money in the future. Like, it's just so crazy how an NFT was an NFT. And now all of a sudden, they are running out of ideas to keep these NFT projects going. So they're saying, hey, if you hold on to that next month, we'll give you an airdrop. And people go, oh, okay, I'm going to hold on to it now just for that one little airdrop. And the airdrop could be worth five bucks. But during that time, the price could, you know, either shoot up or go down. But it's just like I say, it's manipulation on top of manipulation. And it's just people trying to say and do whatever you can to get people to, to come into the market. So perfect example, there's this a new project called Cryptodes and it absolutely exploded. And this was about three weeks ago that it came out. So it's been around for maybe three weeks, a month and the prices have absolutely exploded. So now in the last week, I've seen about 10 new toad projects come out that are called you know stacked toads or like dick toad. toads 
yeah, horny it, toad. Yeah, horny toads. Toad bone. Yeah. Here's so, a question. You know, Look, let, let me ask you this. Yeah. Because this is a situation that I, I think is could absolutely crush Bitcoin and Ethereum. If the SEC does what they're probably going to do, and if they offer a futures Bitcoin ETF, if that thing comes out and you and all of a sudden the hedge funds can buy and sell and short whenever the hell they want, and you got billions of dollars of institutional money coming in and manipulating yep. the price of Bitcoin, that that's a that's a serious problem for them. I mean, that's kind of like grayscale, though. You know, it's it's basically a Bitcoin ETF, and so you know, people use that as a gauge to try to dictate what Bitcoin itself is going to do because they're well, saying but, the institutional. But the that grayscale is not a futures, though. That's actual. I mean, a futures ETF where where I got where you. these guys can come in and they can trade billions. Yep. And options and puts and shorting. Yeah, but Man. Grayscale could still be leverage traded, right? I mean, margin. But uh, you can, I mean, you could trade options with it. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty that's what sure. I'm saying. Yeah, you, you can. Oh yeah, you can yeah. Okay, that what can you do that with Cum Rocket? <laughs> Maybe soon. I well, have no idea. Yeah, I mean, that would be interesting. You could buy puts on Cum Rocket at three cents. Okay, it's called premature. Come <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm holding on to my calm as long as I can. Okay. Because nobody <laughs> that now. That's why. <laughs> I yeah. am. Here's the whole thing, dude. It is definitely, definitely a situation where people could come in and manipulate the market. I have personal belief that there's a spiritual aspect to Bitcoin. Oh, That's boy. just me. Jesus Christ. Lord. I just oh, think there's something dear. else going on with it. Mm -hmm. And everybody thinks it's always going to be down and out. I think it gets manipulated here and there. So you're uh, saying Bitcoin has its own loosh, correct? I think Bitcoin is connected to humanity. Okay. Puts That's on humanity. Opinion. Puts on humanity. That's my bet for the week. Uh, that should be the yeah. name of this podcast. Puts on humanity. <laughs> That's a great name for a band, though, huh? Yeah, Puts it on is. Humanity. <laughs> Hello, Lost. Hello, Bakersfield. We're put on humanity. <laughs> so, Patty, why don't you tell us yeah. what, what your philosophy is moving forward in these choppy markets? Uh, well, I mean, I've kind of had the same focus from when I got into the market back in 2017. So... Uh, once the, the whole Bitcoin cycle ended, I said to myself, it's going to be only a period of time before it comes back to life. So what I said to myself is I'm going to find a handful of coins that I think are solid that will, you know, be able to make it through the next or to the next bull market and uh, accumulate them. And that's kind of what I did with Telcoin. And why don't you tell us yeah, what they are? You got Telcoin. I mean, do you hold Bitcoin? Got, do you hold Ethereum? Um, I have very little Bitcoin, very little Ethereum. I, I am a altcoin holder, you know, 98% of the way. But I'm yeah, obviously, I'm oh, yeah, I'm, but, but that's the crazy thing where, you know, I've always done high risk, high reward stuff. And like, I've literally lost my life savings multiple You've times. You've never fucked with a rubber, have you? 
<laughs> I told him, man. <laughs> but well, you yeah, better dude, let them I, know in California now. Apparently, that's a uh, that's a new law. You, no, they well, least, you got they, it. At least in the restrictions, I think you don't need to let them know now. Hold on. What's the law? You have to say, hey, the lights are off. If the lights are off, you have to say, I am putting a rubber on. No, you have to say if you take the rubber off. Oh. Can oh, you I still swap you, out with your friend? You, though? <laughs> you can. You, you don't you have can. to take it off now. I thought you could like sneak it off and send one in. No, <laughs> you you have to tell them that you're taking it off. Wow. Is, it, is this just for girls? I, I I don't know. I I understand. <laughs> girls that you play with. You represent a very powerful lobby. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you should consult your union about whether I need local. to I am a local member of the Glory Hole Association. So oh, I will have okay. okay. Okay, you've hit Glory Hole jumps <laughs> twice. twice. Ta- Chris Neff is the president. Of, figuratively it, tapped it. It's no, the the president of Chicks. One person out there will get that joke because we've been talking GHA board meetings for 10 years now. Okay. 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 Hey, let me ask you this, man. Uh, when buying these altcoins, uh, have you ever lost your secret recovery phrase? Oh, yeah. We need to get into this because uh, yeah. crypto, crypto, just so you have know, you done readers, it? Let him finish. is not for boomers. And how we had a little accident, <laughs> which we talked about at the beginning of the show. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what do we what do you do, do you when do you're a that? boomer and you lose your seed phrase? Are you fuck for life? Uh, yeah, it's no good. Uh, you know, the one thing I will say is, don't take a screenshot of your seed phrase. Don't don't email it to yourself. Don't put it in the cloud because doing anything like that could potentially get you hacked. And it's like that. You know, I wish say, I had done. I wish I had done one of those three or four things you just mentioned. Well, I mean, they. I did do that initially, but then I realized that that's a big mistake. So I ended Howie, up, you know, changing it all goes everything in around. The binder. I wrote, all goes I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I wrote it down yeah. like on the back of a condom package. That was the problem. <laughs> that thing is history. My Rena. Bye bye, Rena. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, security, it's uh, number one importance for sure. I mean, but that's you know always what's interesting. And, and riddle me this because this is what's interesting. Yep. You have an, if you, and you're, you've traded stocks in the past. You have a, a trading account, you have an IRA, uh, you have a Roth IRA, you may have a SEP, you have a 401k. I mean, I've had those things my entire life mm-hmm. uh, with a pet, with a username and a password, never been hacked ever. And if they mm-hmm. are hacked, you're insured, you're insured yep. through the brokerage. So I've never had a problem. Well, you know, I mean, you got to look at, there was a lot of, and when stocks came out, there was a lot of chaos back in the day, man. That's why they had to do regulation and stuff like that. We're really early in to crypto. It's like barrier. So it's, it's wild West, man. I, I know, but maybe, maybe, maybe wow. I'm guessing. I still don't understand why the, there's no recovery phrase with a fidelity with a morgan stanley with a goldman sachs you have an account that's, that's because there's no man. offices you're centralized there, there's no again? like it's because they're centralized this is a whole decentralized system so it's yeah. like you don't have to rely on somebody the only person you have to rely on is yourself to not you know screw something up that's to, not going to work with how to screw yourself no. well uh, this is why you but, need a broker. Hey, 
Yeah, no, but, but I mean, Howie, like Howie, Goldman Sachs, no... you can have a client in Goldman Sachs. You can have a client in Australia, one in Japan, one in. Uh, you can have clients all over the world. But I guess We're when not... you're saying it's centralized, it's still running out of. Uh, you can, you... A system. There's someone you could call where it's Howie. like with Bitcoin. If you send money to the wrong address, you can't call the CEO of Bitcoin and say, hey, I sent money to the wrong address. Can you send it back? So like, you know, that's the risk. But I don't me, like that. Howie, that's I the just, dance we dance, Howie. Howie, like Howie not to worry. I'll tell you one thing. Hold, if, hold on if, real quick. Not to worry. I just did a Google search. Howie, your local MetaMask office is on in Harlem on 136th. Yeah. Um, so you can just walk down there tomorrow and they'll take care of you. Crack. You're all set. That's where I buy my crack in Harlem. So he's walking, absolutely. walking down to Harlem. Yeah, yeah walking up. up. Yeah. Walking up. Yeah, Chris. No. Say, walking up. Chris, you said you used to live in New York, right? Yeah. I thought you were up in Washington Heights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Washington. Walking down <laughs> to Harlem. That's an interesting one. Yonkers okay. or something. Boy, is this yeah. a geography lesson show? Because we're all <laughs> over the place right. today. Welcome to Cash Laddies, where we do latitudes yeah. and longitudes, everybody. <laughs> Cash Laddies. Cash Laddies. Ooh, longitude. Uh, so let's get into how can I buy your coin? Take me through this journey. All right. Well, uh, the easiest way to get Telcoin is through KuCoin, which is a exchange that fortunately doesn't make you or doesn't force you to put your personal information. So you could basically set up an anonymous account. You could still do the Google Authenticator and it's extremely secure, but you don't have to give all your personal information. Whereas, you know, some exchanges only work in certain countries. So, you know, if you try to use a, a VPN, you know, you, you might be able to do it, but then they say, send a picture of you with your passport, today's date, and a screen behind you confirming your identity. So you don't have to do any of that with KuCoin. KuCoin's easy. Um, just, you know, you have to put an email, that's it. And uh, you could buy it with Ethereum, you could buy it with Bitcoin or uh, Tether, USDT. What's it called? But What's the website? KuCoin, it's Ku not a website. KuCoin. So it, well, Ku KuCoin.com, yeah. Yeah. Here's my, let me ask you a question here because hey, this keeps hey, is that what they're is that what they're playing for in Squid Games is cool coins. <laughs> I haven't even seen that show yet. Is it worth fire. watching? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's yeah, fire. it is. <laughs> is that? I watched the whole series. About it. I watched it's the basically whole broke dick. It's basically broke dick Koreans fighting for their life because they got busto credit. Have I heard this correct? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, That's they're it. gambling addicts. Dude, okay. it's the best. Oh, and it's by the way, by the way, too. not a racial forty million. Not a forty billion, forty million, forty billion uh, coin gets you uh, anything you, you want. Did you just say coin? That's what they are. They're <laughs> coins. They're <laughs> coins. Oh, Howie. Should, we, should I edit that? No. <laughs> yes. Yes. We should. Get that in. That's All how right. we're gonna get some action, bro. Well, but just for the record, this is not hey, a generalization. Hey, Neff. This Asian is hate is over. That season's done. Okay. okay but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just going to say there is a certain percentage of Koreans that have a proclivity for gambling. And I know this by personal experience. Yes. Yeah, me too. Me too. And yeah. they like to drink. How do I know that? Because they're red as fuck. Am I right? <laughs> they're all five foot one to five foot five. Because when I'm sitting at the back rack table and I stand up, I'm like fucking Shaq. We're just they describing all come up to my waist right now. 
Yeah, this oh, is our wow. last episode of Cash Daddies forever. <laughs> Patrick, well, you got us canceled, man. Oh, sorry, guys. Patrick, KuCoin, oh, man. Patrick, <laughs> let me ask you a question about KuCoin because I keep getting this question. You just a lot like of, saying yeah. KuCoin. Oh, it's KuCoin. It's, it, KuCoin. Uh, Fun. Here, here's my question: On yep. these these websites, which do not require KYC, are you oh, on K-Y. your why? Are you KYC? What are you nine? You hear KY Lou? and you think I'm talking about Lou? What is wrong <laughs> with you? How many <laughs> coins does it take to buy a thing of KY jelly? Okay, time out. <laughs> time out. Here's my question: When you're on these exchanges that do not yep. re- re- require KYC, are you on your honor to report your gains and losses? Uh, essentially, yes. I mean, then again, if the IRS want to, you know, go after you and they could get your email, they can then figure out what account is yours and then track you down. But, but that's you know, then millions of people. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's like, you keep hearing this stuff about the IRS and they're going to start hiring people to go after people, but it's like, you don't have the, like, there's no resources, you know, like I, I think of that movie, catch me if you can, where he's writing the fake checks and like, you ever see that movie with? Yeah, uh, remember when he took Garner for the hooker with the double dip? Oh, that yeah. Was a great yeah. move. Yeah, yeah. Good movie. But, like, there's just not enough resources to go after all these people. I mean, you know, I spoke to a, a tax attorney. I spoke to an accountant, like, you know, trying to figure out how to do it. And the guy goes, as long as you pay the IRS, he goes, chances are they're not going to really, you know, come knocking on your door. So, Basically, what I'm doing is anything. Dude, I, I don't do out. a lot of shit. I don't. I don't play a lot. I, you know, I say fuck these. The only thing I do is pay my tax. That is the one yeah. thing. Pay it. There you go. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You're right, man. My Take my is, money, you fucking. My point is, I don't think people are going to know how to pay their taxes if they're not getting 1099s from these 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 exchanges that aren't even KYCing them and have the information yeah. to send and- them a 1099. You're right. I mean, it's it's entirely up to the individual, I would say, and it's a risk if you want to take or if you don't want to take. And so, but it works both ways. Example. Yeah, exactly. Both ways. If I got losses yeah. and I got to claim them, who am I claiming them to? You know. Well, yeah, that's where you got to do your own, you know, research and get that own information showing the money that you lost. But get a good perfect account. example. Get an accountant. Yeah, get an account. I mean, my brother didn't pay his taxes for like three or four years. I mean, you know, he's my older brother. And uh, what is he, a sovereign citizen living on the grid, off the grid Uh, in Nevada in a fortress? Didn't feel like paying his taxes. I don't know. It's just who he is. Does he have a gun turret on his house? (laughs) He should. I mean, yeah, he's he's about as crazy as you can get. But, you know, the whole point was he ended up owing the IRS like 20 grand. And for the last six years, he's been paying them like 65 grand because like literally the interest is five times more than the original amount that he had to pay. So I swear to God, for the last seven straight years, he's been paying like 350 a month and he's still not paid off. So, yeah, don't mess with the IRS. Don't, dude, don't. I mean, taxation is theft, but this is the game we got to play. Yep. I, need to, I need to ask you this. What are your what are your thoughts on Tether right now being a possible Ponzi scheme? Because we keep seeing article and article after article coming out yeah. saying if Tether crashes, what's the reverberations on Bitcoin, Ethereum, etc.? What's your Nothing. thoughts on this? I think there's plenty of a- other stable coins and USDC, in my opinion, is a better stable coin than USDT 
because USDC is backed by Coinbase. So Coinbase is the only exchange that actually insures their customers. Whereas, you know, Binance, I think, does too, which is the uh, exchange in Malta um, that was in China that eventually moved. But, you know, if there's a hack on that exchange, like they will give you your money back, whereas other exchanges like you're screwed. But with Coinbase, you know, they actually are insured. So they're the kind of, you know, they're they're ahead of the game. So um would you, know, you be bullish on Coinbase, the stock right now? Um, right now, no. And I say that because oh. I think that in the midterm, we will be starting to enter into a bear market. Like, you know, I'm looking right now, like it's October 10th. So my guess is the first or second quarter of 2022 is when things are going to slow down. And when that happens, it becomes a, a shit show of selling people pointing fingers. And I think when that's happening, you're not going to have near the amount of people putting money into the market. So I think Coinbase will be going down during the bear market. And then obviously, when you feel the market bottoms out, that would be the time I say, it's time to get back in Coinbase. Because you know once that money starts pouring back into the market, there was one point back in, I think, 2018, when they were saying... 10,000 people a day were signing up for Coinbase. And it's like, that's insane, but that's not going to happen in the middle of a bear market. So I keep losing my screen here, but so basically it all depends on market conditions. And I like to trade more on macro market conditions. So, you know, people are asking me, should I buy this? Should I buy that? And I go, well, if you do be ready to sell it within the next six months, because you don't want to do what I did in 2017 and not sell out and watch your money go down by 95%, you know? So, but that's crypto. It was a learning experience and that's something I'm never going to do again. When do you see Bitcoin being in trouble? Do you think it's coming? Should I jump out now? No, I think I, I personally think that we are in a pretty damn good position right now because we had that five month consolidation period. Bitcoin's back over 50 K it's starting to be in the news again. You know, my dad called me up the other day and he's like, I have Bitcoin starting to move. And so, you know, he's like my, my gauge of, you know, the real world people understanding what's going on because my dad doesn't know the first thing about crypto, but you know, he acts like he knows everything. So when he starts calling me talking about Bitcoin, I know that's when the rest of the world is talking about Bitcoin. So I'm thinking Bitcoin's going to go over a hundred thousand eventually. Um, but By I when? do think it. Um, I want to say first quarter, 2022. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right, and I'm going to say something. I think I 2022. Think so. I don't think so. I think 2022 is the is going to be an interesting year. I think a lot of stuff that's really driving everybody crazy right now is going to start to turn. And I is your chakra getting aligned with a zodiac symbol? Yes. Twenty twenty-two. Yeah. What's your yeah. 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 I just a bit, the word on the streets and the streets are talking. 2022 20, 20, is when the, when everything starts to turn. And I think you're going to see a rise in humanity. And I think is 2022 year of the fat dragon. Did I miss something? Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. But my point is like, I think you're onto something. I do think Bitcoin's going to hit uh, over a hundred thousand. Now, whether it I goes, to, so. you don't think so? 
I, I do. I do. I, I, do I think it's going to break 100,000, but I do think it's going to be a real quick event where it's going to shoot up like it did back in 2017, where literally in a 10-day span, it went from like, you yeah. know, 12,000 to 19,000 and then pfft, that was it. So I'm going to do, I, I'm going to be like a, some kid in double Dutch just waiting for my I just turn. want you to know, Sam, the reason, the reason that Bitcoin has had a huge jump in the last two weeks has nothing weeks. to do with guys like you and I, it's 100% institutions buying it. That's why for that sure. thing has jumped up all so, institutional buying. So here's my, my macro outlook on the market and why it's so much different now than the previous bull market. So back in 2017, 2018, you know, the market made a huge run up and then all of a sudden it started to just fall apart because back then Bitcoin didn't have any way of institutions to buy in. The altcoin market had no utility and NFTs didn't exist. Now you have institutional money soaking up massive amounts of Bitcoin, which has a profound effect on the macro outlook of it, because, you know, you've got guys like Michael Saylor who own, you know, how many thousands and thousands of Bitcoin, and he has it at like a $30,000 average. So psychologically, that pays a role for people, because if Bitcoin, say, goes below 30,000, people are going to go, well, you know, this guy, Michael Saylor, has got billions of dollars in it. And so his average is 30,000. So I see that as a deal. And so now with institutional, institutional money buying, with so many different altcoins having actual use case and the NFT market absolutely exploding, the, the money is starting to actually circulate within the market. And we never saw that previously. So, you know, there's always going to be ebbs and flows of markets. So I do think that when this slowdown happens, it's not going to be quite as extreme as the last bull market and I, or bear market, I'm sorry. And I think that, you know, overall market conditions are going to begin to stabilize a little bit as the market continues to mature, just based off of institutional money buying, uh, all coins having use case and the NFT market, you know, continuing to, you know, expand. All right, Hi, well, Patrick, man. We appreciate you coming on the show. You crushed it, bud. You came, you saw, you will, the ham hammer will the you come back uh, uh, to the show is the question. Cause we would love to have you back. Cause we're yeah, needy. for sure, man. I had a good time. Let's go. And Hey, I don't want to let, I'd be remiss. Give us some notes on our show real quick. <laughs> um, I understand you're a cancer survivor and you're in remission. Correct. So I just want to say congratulations. Yes. And, uh, Thank you. Congrats. Uh, keep keep out. Thanks guys. And uh, you're welcome to, to, to come back anytime. This was one of our best shows as far as educational content. And I'm greatly awesome. uh, appreciative of that. So yeah, um, man, I'm always, uh, I'm always around. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on. How, real quick, me. Patrick, before you go, can you please tell them where they can find you? Uh, we can find me on Twitter, Patty Stash. It's Patty underscore Stash. Okay, that's it. Patty I don't, my Instagram, my Facebook, you know, I don't even use them anymore. So Twitter. You don't my look at them hoes anymore on Instagram, bro? I can't, man. I'll get my ass kicked. I have a Latin girlfriend. Respect. Ooh, nice. <laughs> that's my fetish, too. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he dates a cool Iranian. Anyways, guys, thank Egyptian. you for coming on. I still call her uh, Maria. Well, they call they call Egyptians the Puerto Ricans of the Middle East. Well, thanks for coming on, Patty. <laughs> Greatly appreciated. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna definitely check out KuCoin. Check out your <laughs> coin. 
and uh, get into that action. And sorry if uh, you get any hate mail from uh, Howie's comments on Asian people. <laughs> Thanks right, for coming guys. on, dude. You're Thanks, the best. Man. Thanks, guys. I had a good time. <laughs> well, I learned a lot. I learned so much, guys. Guys, what's your week looking like? What do you guys see? What do you guys have coming up? A lot of, I mean, a lot of stuff to go over. It'll take five minutes. All right, minutes. let's do it. Let's hear it. Talk to us, Howie. Howie, what are your I mean, picks for this week? Oh, I'm not even going. All right, you want to do the picks now? Because <laughs> then we can just talk about some economic things that are coming out this week that are huge. Yeah, yeah but we'll yeah. take the time machine. Yeah, we'll get a time machine that. But right now, I want to hear about your picks for the week. It's pick of the week from Howie. He said some stuff about Asians. Next, pick of the I week. I didn't say anything about Asians. I just asked him what the hell coin was. It's KuCoin, bro. God oh. damn. That, it didn't sound like what he was saying. Okay, go on. Um, What's your bad self? That listen, right. man, I'm, I'm pushing. I'm going hard in the paint. I've been going hard in the paint for two months now, man. If you bought... Man, if you bought OIH, which is oil, baby, oil, which is going through the roof, and I'll go over reasons why after, but if you bought OIH, I think it's gone from 168, it's at 215 right now, probably headed to 240, 250. So are you uh, saying it's goodbye right now? Oh, God. Damn, man. how do you feel about owning big oil? That sounds like it's right up your rally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it Exxon, is man. It, well, Chevron, a fun fact is that oil is in a limited resource. It's actually something that they... The earth makes over and over, and that like peak oil is a giant psyop that big oil played on us so they could jack up the prices on us. Well, just so you know, if you buy OIH, you get to be an honorary member of the Bush family. So I think it's yeah. a buy for you. So rude, man. It's all about buying some Bush. <laughs> uh, Howie, uh, I, I mean, oil's just moving. It just keeps going up. It's affecting energy sectors. I, my question is, how long can this keep going up? Uh, I think specifically probably second half of 2022 when things start to drop. And then, and, and I think it's going hand in hand with the supply chain situation we have right now where yeah. you look off the coast of every big port and you see hundreds of, uh, of boats just sitting yeah. there. Yeah, they, I wonder how that's happening. And you know what? I'm out no, there every day. It's a simple day. situation. What, why oh. did, I mean, it's happening everywhere because you can't port if there's already a boat there that has to quarantine for one week. It's not just that. It's not just that. But there are major players in this economic sector that pay to go to the front of the line because they have the cash. So it's a dirty business. It's affecting everything. And I'm concerned that it's just going to keep causing inflation to keep going up. So get guns, uh, bro. That's how you deal with this shit. Guns, bro. What am I supposed to do? This this thing's going to straighten out second half of 22 right now. It's, it's a perfect storm right now. Uh, I mean, you got companies like Coca-Cola and they're not necessarily paying to the front of the line. What they're doing is Walmart is Walmart is boats. They're buying their own boats. Yeah. That's what they're doing. These guys are going in because you still cannot ship through air. It's too expensive. But these guys are buying their own boats and they're firing Coca-Cola all over the place. The problem is, here's another problem. You got huge ports in uh, Southeast Asia and China. These ports are closed. You can't even get into the ports because they're not open because these cities are, they haven't opened because of the COVID situation. So 
Uh, it's a perfect storm. You got cotton that just hit a 10 year high, which is pretty wild. Um, uh, it's good for the farmers. They're making a killing. Uh, but of course, t-shirts are now $3 a t-shirt versus one. Um, there's a lot of reasons, but I, I do think things straighten out second half of 2022. I think this market could get a beating over the next few months. It's shit like is already starting to happen in certain Oil? companies. Oil's good. This is you want to be in oil. What, what market do things going to take a beating? I think technology is going to get absolutely fucking smoked. Um, it's starting to happen in a lot of these right now. Uh, Neff's girl Kathy Woods Arc investment has gone from one fifty eight down to one ten. Most people think it's probably going to go to seventy five eighty. Yeah, well, I bought it at forty six. Howard. Well, you might want to take some profits, man. I mean, take some profits. Now who says I haven't? Happen. You know me. Ooh. I trim. If there's one thing I do well, it's trim bush. I might not yes, get so it. You do. You do. But I can. I, I can get out the clippers and take care of business. You love you to know, trim that you, bush. But you got problems in these other countries. This isn't the United States thing. This is in Australia. You got strikes. You got COVID. Their ports aren't even open, man. Um, uh, the other big problem right now with the economy is the the uh, hiring situation. Last week, jobless claims were not as good as they were supposed to be. Um, Non-government jobs, uh, people are not flocking to them like they thought they would. You got Southwest Air, which canceled 1,800 flights today. Crazy, bro. Because they have no employees. They but don't they're blaming it on the employees. weather, Howard. Yeah, when it's 100% vaccine mandates. Uh, I, I personally think that's going to go the other direction. From what I'm hearing here in New York City, I think, if anything, they will start to relax restrictions. Um, Thank God. Listen, businesses are can't down. survive. Are I mean, dude, they're talking New York City. Businesses are down. Uh, like, 30, 40%. A business can't survive if it loses 15% of its business. It can't. It can't. I mean, depending yeah, on especially, what Especially is, in, in an industry like the restaurant industry where the margins are so thin. But they're crushing it. The New York City restaurants are fucking crushing it right now because they have the outdoor space. They right. built all these outdoor spaces. Well, guess I what? Mean, Winter's coming, man. Winter's oh, coming. And that's why they what all have, Lord, freaking, they have kerosene heaters. Game of Thrones, bro? Man. Yeah, it's coming. Winter's yeah, so coming. why not? So is it time to buy more uh, kerosene, more natural yeah, gas? Absolutely. I mean, uh, absolutely. I love oil and energy across the board. Man. I agree I with it. you. I agree with you. I think that's the sector you want to be in. You want to be in that. You want to be in defensive stocks. We've talked about it before because we're in early October. And I just think by January 1st, I mean, I'm looking at the Dow right now, and it wouldn't surprise me that uh january 1st it's at 34 7 don't be surprised if it's down to 29 30 maybe even a little lower i mean we're gonna get it beaten there's no doubt uh are you gonna uh want to jump in now is that all your picks bud or do yeah, you I like oih more? man i'm just pushing okay. hey and if you're in ford if you're in still ford man you are happy what a hell of a week ford had broke yeah. through 15 stayed above 15 plug powers back above 27 i mean uh, you know, we may not have a great week this week, but certain sectors are going to go up. Um, uh, yeah, I agree with you on the, on the oil thing. Um, I, I feel a little bit better now thinking that you're thinking it's going to last a little bit longer than it is. Um, what about you, Sam? 
Yeah, I, I want to talk about the importance of like uh, bows and arrows. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of people are getting into, you know, guns. That's great. But, you know, your ammunition only lasts so long. So you might have to learn how to work in a, a, a bow and an arrow. So my thing is uh, learn to work in the woods, man. I think it's very important to get into the land and learn that. I'm, I'm now uh, starting to take gun lessons and then I'm going to get into bow lessons, you know, because I think it's important. And maybe if you have a local samurai class in your in your area, learn how to become a samurai because I think knives are uh, knives are very important. I watch Krav Maga videos about knife attacks, which is really important when you jog in uh, L.A. People still carrying. You watch uh, these videos. I everyone had guns yeah. out there. Wow, talk about coming full circle. It used to be meth and fucking Pornhub, and now it's fucking. Wilderness survival, fucking bow hunting. Thank you, Jesus. Did it. Um, okay, I'm gonna go. Real Let me quick. answer this, Sam, real quick. If you like, if you like bow and arrows and guns, man, I mean, you might want to look at uh, DKS, Dick Sporting Goods. I mean, yeah. By the way, that's where you, that's where you the, buy all the bows and arrows. The most, dude. That's sported. my pick, Dick Sporting Goods. Okay, well, time out. It is it's a good buy right number, now. It is the number one heavily shorted stock right now dicks or maybe it's big five let me double check it it's not it's not dicks i think it might be big five but uh i don't know if dicks does that i know big five does they got an ammo section does dicks have that dicks has everything dude dicks has ammo bows arrows guns in the last year dicks has gone from about 60 bucks to share it's at 116 right now damn Probably a good buy. Good buy. Okay. And, and to stand corrected, Big Five is the highest shorted right now. So yeah, Dick's, not Dicks. Dick, yeah. Dicks is a nobody major, fucks with a Dicks, lot of the institutions bro. own Dicks. What about New York? Can you still gotta go to Moe's? Gotta go to Modell's. Can you still go there? Modell's is like bankrupt, dude. Okay. Those stores have been shut down a while. Yeah, I think Sports Authority. Where's bombed. Crazy Eddie? Is he still out there getting crazy? Crazy Gideon? Hey, you come down to my shop. I get you three suits. Uh, I'm Crazy Eddie, and our prices are insane. Eddie Antwar, he died. He died a few years back. Oh man, that's why things are a little off. Um, all right, I'm going to give you one. You guys have heard me talk about it in the past. It's it's Palantir. Uh, there was a huge run up recently on this stock, and it sold off. But they're getting contract after contract with the U.S. Army, so I think you gotta you gotta hold some of this. Um, I, I think it's a buy right now. I do have a speculative stock I want the reader's opinion on, and Sam, especially you, it's called In Mode. We've t- heard you talk about freezing the fat, and we know it's one of your goals because you'd rather freeze it off than hump on a, on the treadmill. And I respect that. I don't have time to do. I that. just ran for an hour today, dog. Zip it. Okay, well, I'm just saying, in mode uh, is a technology. Well, I power walked. Okay, whatever you want to call power walk, walk whatever I you want to call walking I got heavy from your legs, car bro. up the stairs to your apartment is whatever you want to call it. Respect. No, it's called walking briskly, staring at hot black chicks on Hollywood Boulevard. That's my cardio. Anyway, the one I want reader a, feedback is about is called in mode, and they're basically doing a non-invasive freeze the fat type thing. This stock's had a massive run out, but it just went for a two for one split right now. I'm still doing research on it, but I'd love to hear readers' opinions on it. It's currently trading at 70 bucks. So What's the symbol? I-N-M-D. Um, but I would like I-N-N-D. to- I-N-N-D. Yeah, keep in mind, uh, it's just- Who? Huh? Dude. What? What? 
What is wrong with that company? It just had a two for one split. Oh, is that what it was? Because yeah, that's the- what you're seeing on the chart. Okay. So wow. anyway, uh, yeah, make sure you're reading that chart correctly when you're looking at it. So that's why you're seeing the, the big drop off. I got you, brother. I see it. But I have yeah. my eyes on it. Do you? A lot of people. Yeah. You know why? Because I want to huh. get some of it and rub it on your little fat titties and get them back into the, the, the shape and zone. <laughs> where it doesn't hurt my fucking eyeballs, okay? Rude. I know some guys who would pay a lot to watch that. Buy yourself some Palantir. Let me know what you think about in mode. That's for me this week. What do you think, Evan? Uh, I, I know you're under the weather. Do you have time to bring us a pick? Or are you in the Florida Everglades sucking on a protein bar? Tell us who you really are. Sucking um, on my protein bar like you wanted me, needed me, loving me. I'm, I'm, I'm pickless, but I'm hiding in a bunker in my parents' backyard. Oh, okay. okay. That's that's the new conspiracy, Sam. Look look into it, bro. Uh, under okay, the garden, dude. under the garden with your hand sticking out. You're hiding I, in the I bunker. I think he's talking about underground bases. That's okay. Now uh, he's like, in the bunker. It's like in his parents' garden. That's yeah, he's in the garden. They they they, did, they took a picture from a drone. You could see his hand. You're probably in the bunker because for hundred and forty four dollars a week, you told everybody to bet KC Chiefs, and you <laughs> can't go out there and face the real music of the world i get it we've all I, been there i didn't but, i i just i just do the shows man i just produce the shows brother <laughs> i put out one article all right well why don't you give us a shout out and get us out of here buddy all right shout out mason crosby and his four missed field goals yeah had the game uh, winner had the game winner good enough to win buddy yeah he did all right see you in vegas guys